Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. It's your boy, Justin Alexio. And it's Friday, so you it's know what that means. It's Friday. We got a guest in the it's house. It's a guest, baby. Yeah. With us, a lovely actress, friend, kind of a good cook, Rachel Rosenstein, everybody. <laughs> kind of a good cook. Yeah, what, what, what kind of food do you cook? That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What have you fixed for Justin? You haven't had my desserts yet. Those are my specialty. You know, I went to an Oscar party at her house, and uh, she was good, but she just kept saying, making, you know, make those excuses, and then you get in your head like, are they good at cooking? Because they keep saying they're not good at cooking. <laughs> well, I d- that, that's almost the best thing that you can say to somebody is that they're kind of good because then they want to cook for you. What do you mean? <laughs> right? I'm, I'm better than kind of good. Me back out so here. maybe it's good you're just pushing me to be my best cook. Right? Let you prove Justin wrong. Guys, I make everybody better. We already know this. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the casting couch with Justin Alexia. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I make everybody better. Okay. <laughs> That's how I do things out here in LA. Uh, thank you for joining us today, Rachel. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm you excited. look punk rock right now. All black. It's my color. It's my jam. It's your jam. Or red. Splashes of red. Okay. Sin City style. I'm into the practicality of black. Yeah, it kind of goes with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very slimming. Very true. As an actress, you always want to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you? There's no. I would feel like. I mean, I guess you have to either be super cute or super ugly as a woman. <laughs> there, there's like a middle ground with dudes. Like I don't ever think about it. I'm just like I'm just me, man. Wait, so you're saying that you either have to look like a garbage can as a as a I'm girl saying in or Hollywood, like super right? hot? Isn't that true? Don't you got to be the hot girl or like the ugly? I don't girl? know. I think that that's why they invented the word quirky, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's somewhere like in between the like, middle ground, the girl next door. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's like right down the middle. Like you're not like an uggo, but you're not like the hottest thing model thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, I'm learning today. That's what I thought. Actually, when I first moved out here, I, I was trying to, I thought everyone had to be hot. So I was just like trying to be as hot as I could. And now I realize it's not my branding, guys, because uh, <laughs> just not hot enough to be that hot guy. Have you ever tried out for either of you? Have you ever tried out for like the, the really, really like sexually attractive role? Yeah, I feel like I have. They've yeah. wanted, and, Usually the feedback is always like, she just wasn't the right type. And then there's a re-release and it says like, gorgeous, model type. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm definitely not tall enough to be a model. Isn't that weird that that's like, there's a height minimum (laughs) to to being a model? It's like, well, you got to be this tall. Yeah, I missed it by like four inches. Yeah, it's like the the opposite of the the ride the roller coaster thing. It's like, you have to be... (laughs) The same thing. You have to be at least this tall to be a model. But there are perks to being small because you can just, you know, fit in. You can fit in little cubbies. And when there's big <laughs> lines, you know, you can kind of just cut your way in. And, That's true. And no one will really know. Wait, notice. were you the kind of girl that was picked on growing up? A little bit. But, you know, it was more um, just little girls being petty little girls, you know. But I wasn't really picked on for being small. Yeah. If anything, that was to my advantage. Yeah. 
I've had uh, shorter people like at uh, concerts or or like outdoor events. I will hear them talking crap about me literally right behind <laughs> my back. Like, oh, this guy's so tall. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, do you need to do you need to see? And they're like, um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. I'm like, all right, then just switch me places. You could ask me. <laughs> Most tall people would not do that. That's very considerate of you. Yeah. yeah well, I can I can see over people. It's not a not so you a big let people deal. go in front of you. Dude, if it's just like a one-row thing, I'm not going to be like, hey, short people in the way far back. See, I, I only let girls go in front of me. If it's a dude, I'm like, dude, you should have got here earlier. I'm not going to have you stand in front of me, rub up on me. Oh, Come be, on, Yeah, dude. it is the same. Come on, bruh. <laughs> Come on, dude. So uh, how long have uh, you been uh, doing uh, acting, Rachel? Well, I guess it all started... I mean, I guess I started acting when I was in high school mm-hmm. with theater. And did you know community theater? Yeah. Then I went to college, studied theater, you went and to now LA, I'm here. Correct. Yeah, Loyola Marymount University. Um, Good experience there. Yeah, it was great, and I got to study abroad in Germany and Russia, mm-hmm. and study That's theater awesome. over there. Yeah, I mean, it was it honestly was the highlight of my college career. So, what was that like going over there, being so young? into a foreign country and kind of immersing yourself in that. Was that just kind of crazy? It was. And I lived with a 63-year-old German woman who had had (laughs) six cats and didn't speak any English. So I show up and she just starts speaking to me in German and I didn't know a word of German Mm and I just said to myself, okay, I'm going to learn German while I'm here. And I did. I actually, towards the end of the trip, I could get around the city we could have conversations that might be two hours long. That You could do that much German? Yeah, well, you know, because it was slow. Because I would have right. my dictionary and she would have her dictionary. But we would always make it through. And we, yeah, That's she cool. was awesome. That's awesome. And, but and how did also, you meet her? Oh, well, it was through the school. They set it up through, through the, the school. school? Okay, yeah. cool. See, I always wonder why they have college kids do that. Like, I would think that they would set them up with younger kids. Like, go hang out with the 25-year-olds. Go party. It's college, bro. Well, a lot of the kids were with families that had kids. Okay. But I got the six cats, you know, <laughs> which is totally cool. And then she's also a hoarder. So you'd go into her house and it was mm. just like a museum. And there were all these dolls that were 100 years old. <sighs> and then her dining room table was just full of these little port glasses. Recreeped up by the dolls just a little bit. <laughs> tiny bit. But they were also really beautiful because okay. they were vintage. Mm. And then probably candy from years ago from like her kids during Easter the or something. The first Werther's ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she owned a secondhand s- hand shop, so it kind of yeah. makes sense okay, that she okay. would have all nice these things. Lady. She's like collecting oh, all this Oh, she stuff. was the best. Rosie Klein. Rosie Klein. All right, we now name dropping on this podcast. Now, do you remember uh, any of the German that you learned back then? Or has it kind of slipped away since you've been? Okay. Yeah. Say this in German. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Say Justin is better than Jeremiah. Can you say that in German? Justin ist besser than Jeremiah. I think. I don't know because some you of the words in German sound so sm- similar yeah, to I English that was words. Just English. That yeah. Was German? Yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because they'll separate their verbs. So the first verb will go at the beginning of the sentence, and then the second verb will go at the end of the sentence. Wow. Like if you say, can you help me? It's, um, kann bist mir helfen? Kann bist mir helfen? 
Uh, I think I said terrible. that right. It's been it's been a while. Jeremiah was just Germany. waiting to drop his accent. He's <laughs> was waiting. I could be embarrassing myself on this podcast. No, that's okay. I mean, I hope German. we get uh, German fans that email yeah. us be like, um, Rachel Rosenstein is a fraud, <laughs> even though they wouldn't talk like that in their German. <laughs> no, they'd be way darker. Rachel Rosenstein is a fraud. <laughs> that is not how you say German properly. Kicked off. Kicked off. So when you were at LMU, was it were you able to like get? involved in Hollywood like be able to get your agent or like is it kind of like a whole nother world um you know actually I got got into a unique situation because a girl that I studied abroad with was interning with a talent manager and when we came back she sent out this Facebook message and she was like hey he's looking for new interns just you know like one or two days a week half days let me know if you want to do it so I went in, met with him, and then I started interning with him. And then about a month in, he was like, you should start finding auditions for yourself. So got myself on his his breakdown list mm-hmm. and started submitting myself. That's kind of cool to submit yourself yeah. like from an agent manager's perspective. Yeah, it's cool, you know. And then I got so much education being in there, just hearing him talk to clients, talk to producers, casting people. Um, and so that was really great. And that is really what pushed me into this acting world even more. So, I mean, I always knew I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but then it, you know, it's been manifesting sure. through that relationship. And after, after college, so, um, whenever you were done in Germany and Russia, you said, mm-hmm. uh, well, what was Russia like first? <gasps> Russia was, am- I mean, it was so cold. We were there in the winter. Oh, wow. And we... We would have to walk to school and to across the street there, you have to go underground. Whoa. And they have all these little vendors underneath. And I, you, we really didn't speak Russian. We had translators with our teachers. Mm-hmm. So people would just come up and yell at you and talk in Russian. And you just look at them and be like, which is like, I don't understand Russian. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's such interesting people there. I mean, they definitely wear their history on their faces. <laughs> And it's, you know, and then you're, you're around these buildings and it's just like, I don't know, this city is like haunted with history. And then you have these really big kind of kitschy neon signs on top of it and everyone's decked out in fur and always, always looking really good, very vain and they don't care. (laughs) Isn't there a big wolf problem there? Like I thought there's a lot of wolves. That's what I read online. Wolves? Like on on that geo. Oh really? Really? Is that not a thing? All right, that's scary. I don't know. I never saw a wolf when I was there. Oh, so then maybe the problem's not that bad. But I was also in Moscow, so it could. Maybe there's other places. There's a huge wolf problem. Did you have wolves in Arizona? Is that no? We we had mountain lions. Mountain lions or coyotes? Gotcha. Yeah, coyotes and mountain lions always eat our. My friend's uh, pets. And then, Ooh, wow. yeah. so if you saw someone crying on a Monday morning, you knew what happened over the weekend. <laughs> I, yeah, my family lost two cats to coyotes. Whoa. Rough times. Rough times. <laughs> so, uh, what I was saying, so after Russia, whenever you like are in LA and stuff, how long did it take for you to kind of get settled, get your feet underneath you, and then uh, um, book your first role, basically, after oh. all your college training and everything? You know, well, it's funny because I booked one of my. I guess my first legitimate credit that, you know, most people know of, mm-hmm. and it's like with a network, was uh, while I was in college. It was 
my last semester of my senior year. And then, but I still, it took me a long time to get my feet under me. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I mean, I still feel like I'm getting my feet under me. Sure. You know, you're, it's just the real world is. It's harder than you think <coughs> it's going to be. It's a cold, dark place. It's, yeah, it's so much harder. It's, uh, yeah, I feel a little bit awkward. It's like, oh, I'm an awkward teenager again in my 20s. I'm literally <laughs> auditioning for awkward teenagers again. <laughs> this is literally. So literally, this is happening. Trust me, th- I was, I was born to play this role um but anyway so that so I already had you know some credits going into it but then Mm -hmm. um it wasn't until about a year after I graduated that I did a lead in a film a horror film an Eli Roth film so that was so exciting that came out of nowhere which one was that it's called Lake Mead I don't know when it's out Mm -hmm. um but and I think it's still being edited right now but what I year s- was that whenever you that was, shot it and I like basically last year. Mm-hmm. Uh I sent in the tape last March or so and then yeah. I found out in a a month later that I got the job. Wow. I didn't meet anyone in the process. They just totally casted it off tape. Off tape? That's yeah. so weird. Because yeah. I always I always complain to Justin whenever we have to send stuff in on tape, I'm just like Man, is anybody looking at this? Like, uh, come on! Like, I, I know every time. Yeah. No, they are. They they definitely are. Yeah. And it was so random. In the <laughs> that movie was that was fun. We were in Nevada and we were filming on a boat. Wow. And not not the entire thing, yeah. but our first week we were on a boat. So it's like okay, we're getting figuring this out mm-hmm. <laughs> while the boat's rocking side to side. And then they had this tiny little boat that would sink if too many people were on it. Whoa. <laughs> it wouldn't really sink, but it was very close. Well, yeah, water. Yeah. You're like, all right, everybody out of the boat real quick. Yeah. What kind of role did you play? You said it was a horror movie, so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's these four college kids that go out to make this documentary about Lake Mead and the water dropping. And mm-hmm. I play um, what the like the alternative, more artistic friend, the party girl. Sure. And the wants to have a good time and, you know, just laying out on the boat, not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was fun. That's cool. Did you have uh, any, uh, like, screaming scenes or anything oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. And I had and I had an assault scene, so I got, and <laughs> oh, I got to do wow. my own stunts, which was so cool. That was awesome. That's great. That was probably one of my favorite day shooting, actually. Wow. Is when, because I got, she, like, runs over to me and drags me by the hair oh. and I had um, these butt pads so that when she like threw me to the ground it wouldn't hurt too bad sure was it your real yeah. hair oh yeah oh, but there's there's a way of doing it yeah there's like tricks yeah definitely the, like pratfalls and, and physical stuff like yeah like don't you kind of have to help like you're like whenever they're like uh, pulling your hair you kind of are like s- scooting with them aren't yeah, you you know what exactly. I mean it, but it looks it it's looks like the same you're cook, uh, cooking you're kicking out underneath you right mm. exactly so it's not like all the weights like ah oh, my hair right. ripped out and you're holding onto their wrist yeah. yeah because I mean that's what you naturally do anyway yeah. so all guys my movie <laughs> tips revealed in this podcast <laughs> oh. this is crazy so all my many stage secrets. combat stuff I learned from my freshman acting teacher and I don't trust any of it because he was kind of an alcoholic and then last day of semester he's like take it or leave it like he said that about all the training I was he like, said take it or leave it yeah. wow after a whole semester man so every that's kind of scary waste of a semester uh at this one uh place that I did uh improv at for a while 
the the teacher. It was like an inspiring speech, but also <laughs> he said, uh, "This piece of paper is not going to do anything for you out here in Hollywood." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "But the training." It's what you do with it. And I was like, that's cool. But then I thought about it years later. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> it's also very like <laughs> like a cold reality check also. Like, listen, yep. like the talented people will rise pretty quickly in the <laughs> real world as soon as you exit this building. So, all right. <laughs> Saddle up, partners. Oh, but you know, I feel like it's so much more than talent, too. It I is. mean, there's so it's many co- talented people. so many people. combinations of things. Luck, being in the Luck, right place. Relationships right with people. Yeah. That's super important. And yeah, right place, right time is huge. Preparation. Yeah. Definitely. And ambition. I mean, you really have to be shameless. Yeah. I think. Did you feel like uh, some of your earlier auditions out here, did, did you ever get the feeling like... I don't know if I'm quite ready for this. Or did you feel always prepared after coming out of school? Like, okay, I think I got this. I, I think I have enough training under my belt now. Where, Yeah, I well, I kind of think you have to go in with confidence to any audition, whether you're ready or not. Sure. I mean, I mean, you just have to do it. You can't really think about, oh, yeah. am I ready? Because if you start saying, oh, am I ready, then you're not going to be ready. Yeah. You just have to... Say, yes, I am, and go for it. You hear that, kids? Just be confident. Yeah, that's really all it is. And I'm still learning my confidence in auditions to this day. And I get, and I keep getting more and more confident, more and more comfortable. And and then over time, you know, your personality starts to shine through. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't, you know, casting directors, they're just, they're like actors. They're always looking for their next job. Yeah. Totally. And they just want you to be good. I know. That's what I've been told by a bunch of uh, like acting teacher types or other casting directors. Like, we want you. We are looking for somebody to be good. We're relieved when we see somebody that's yeah. good that enters the room. So just do your thing. Yeah. And that, that's like the best advice you can get before an audition is like, do your thing. They're wanting to. They're they're looking for somebody to cast, and hopefully yeah. you fit the role. They want to go in. They want their <laughs> job to be fun. Yeah. So you got to go in and have fun. That's such and, a positive. Yeah. And they want to. They want to show their who their superiors or whatever. Like, hey, I found this person. They're really good. Exactly. And, because, and then you make them look good, and then that's how it leads know, them to their and next that's job. That's Hollywood. We just explain uh, acting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys it's are, really this simple. It's that simple, guys. You do these three steps. <laughs> Not that simple. <laughs> You'll be a superstar in no time. <laughs> Name you guys are such a positive because mine is. I always just cut down the casting director before I walk in. I'm like, this person ain't fucking better than me. As soon as I walk in, I'm like, fuck that green jacket. And that's how I'm able to do it. That's hilarious. Man. That's one way to look at it. I just decide to like them. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know what? We're going to vibe. Yep. It's going to work. Uh, now I see here that uh, you're in the movie Jobs. Oh yeah, the Steve oh, Jobs movie. Oh Jobs, yes. yes. We went through IMDb. <laughs> we we do research thorough. before <laughs> we conduct these interviews. I can never hide. So um, what was uh, that, that? What was that experience like? You know, it was short and sweet, but it was so sweet because I got to work with J.K. Simmons. Oh. And Have you seen Whiplash, by the way? Yet? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I love that. And I love Miles Teller too. Mm-hmm. But so. Yeah, J.K. Simmons, so, so kind. And I got to meet Ashton Kutcher, who is very tall and very beautiful in person. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and But no, they were both so nice. And um, yeah, it was just really fun. And, you know, it's funny because when I was filming it, I started off, there were two scenes, each one line. Mm-hmm. And then in the first scene, I went from one line 
to three lines. Mm. And and that's just because I was giving myself action because I'm a receptionist and I'm at the desk. Sure. And so then the director was like, okay, like throw these lines in. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it was cut down to one in the movie. But I know. <laughs> I know what I did. <laughs> the fact that you got to play with it, though, that's cool. Yeah. You know, it was something so little. Because sometimes you, I've heard so many horror stories of they just let you do it. What's on the page mm-hmm. the one time? And then they're, and then they get into the editing room and they're like, eh. Let's just cut this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I made it in. Yeah. And it's, you know, in my scenes, it's like right in the middle of the film. Mm-hmm. And it's just me. And you just see me turning Some to good look real at J.K. Simmons. Yeah. That's awesome. A few, few solid seconds. few solid seconds. That's great. <laughs> uh, now, I have to ask about this other project because Justin and I saw this and we're like, okay, this is oh very gosh. interesting. I think what? you already know what. Uh, <laughs> I do know what uh, it is. Let, please let us talk about <laughs> 90210 Shark Attack. <laughs> because Justin and I saw it, and Justin, like, the, the most genuine reaction, he goes, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I want to know, first of all, what this is and where um. I can see it, because this looks amazing. You know, I actually have never seen it, and okay. I don't know where you can see it. Um, well, it but says... This, this was... So I worked with the same director on this film as I did with uh, the Santa Summer House. Okay. And he's a super nice guy, and it basically the storyline is... This girl, she, whenever she gets turned on, she <laughs> turns into a shark and eats people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, she catches, she, she's talking to me and like sees me talking to this one guy that I have a crush on and I'm like the nerdy girl, but finally, you know, I, I get my moment with him and then she comes, she sees us and gets turned on and then she comes talking to me and then she turns into a shark head and eats me. Oh, you get eaten in the film? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. <laughs> you gotta find that real footage. Ah, uh, I know. Y- yeah, um, I have not seen it. I, I sometimes I just can't really bring myself to watch things, right? Because it's like you know, I went, I did my job. Sure. I did my work. What was I, the audition like for that movie? Um, I actually didn't audition for that one because I auditioned oh, you knew, because, because it was you the knew. same director gotcha. and he's he like, hey, do you, can he you just asked me. That's yeah. cool. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, no, there's nothing in so the contract yeah. about watching the movie. No. <laughs> so you did. So when the, the scene that you got eaten, did they like bloody you up and everything? No, that was because it they just filmed it up to when she turns and then bites me. Gotcha. So there's really no aftermath. Gotcha, gotcha, it's gotcha. All, yeah. Cool. No special effects. But you know. But uh, it's, it shows here on the cover that it's in HD. So <laughs> I really want to so see So it's pretty this. legit. <laughs> Justin goes, it says HD on it. I'm like, I have to see this. We're going to research this. And uh, we'll have to play it. Uh, so what... Uh, what uh, what are your what are your goals really for um, uh, the future and and then we'll we'll get into our last segment of the show, um, which we should have prepped uh, her on before. It's okay. But it's okay. Fuck it. It's the Hollywood oh, bitch man. slap. So it's just any time in Hollywood that uh, it's been very tough for you. Uh, any challenging moment, All like right. one specific time. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Okay. But what are your what what um, what would uh, the Rachel uh, that you would like to see out there in like five or ten years from now hmm. be doing? Five or ten years. You know, 
there's so much good TV writing that's happening right now. There's so mm. much good material and awesome characters that have great arcs. I would love, I mean, to be to be part of that kind of world. I mean, we have shows sure. like Breaking Bad, House of Cards, um, you know, that are edgy and kind of push push the limits a little bit and, you know, work with something that's darker and edgier Duck like Tales that. Is coming back. DuckTales? Well. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're going to be on? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> the animated show? You know, whatever, dude. <laughs> you put it out there. Yeah, you're telling the universe. universe. So, yeah, there's a lot of good TV. <laughs> yeah, lots of good TV. I mean, but I mean, man, the feature world, that's fun. It's kind of like doing a theatrical production, like a, mm -hmm. a theater piece, because you're just like so invested for a certain amount of time and then yeah. it's done. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, unless it gets extended for years and years and years, but sure. or months and months. But um, so, yeah, that's really fun. I just I'm just open to really whatever comes at me, mm -hmm. anything interesting and compelling. I think nowadays it's just so hard to be in this business and it's so hard to get your foot in even just to audition. So just taking anything. Yeah that I can anything that would, do. would give me the exposure that I need to get me to the next step. But ultimately, yeah, you know, lead in a series, lead in a film, be up there and just telling stories. Have your face on that billboard. Right. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be in a billboard? <laughs> we have, we have a couple of friends right now who yeah, their sitcom just got picked back up. So we're seeing their faces around town right, right? now. Yeah. It's like, oh Jesus. Yep. <laughs> like there you are. It's happening. There they are. Sorry if you guys heard all those, Dogs howling. I, I was freaking Yeah, I don't know out. if it'll pick up the, the podcast or not, but uh, all my neighbor's dogs are in heat apparently right now. So uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my worst nightmare. Yeah. There is no stopping them. But speaking of worst nightmares. Oh, segue. 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 All right, guys, it's time for the Hollywood bitch lap. Watch <laughs> So we already briefed you on what it is. You got one for us, Rachel? Yeah. So it was after I was coming back from. Nevada from mm -hmm. doing the Eli Roth film and it was just like I was just in this dreamland sure. I mean I was just on this happy high for so long and I was like oh my gosh I'm waking up every day going to a set doing exactly what I want to be doing and I just love all the people that I work with it was fun it was relaxed you were f but you were also so focused yeah. On what you were doing. And we weren't like trying to drive around LA running from one meeting to the next. So when I came back, I was just, I did not want to face reality at all. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, I just had to like get it out of my hair and shake it off. I remember one of the first nights I was like, I couldn't communicate. I was, it, it was very dark. It was, it wasn't, um, it wasn't very, <laughs> it was, and it, it took me a while to, I, I definitely had to learn that, you know, you can't ask for happiness from a job or an audition. You have to find that just in your life, totally mm -hmm. outside of acting. Yeah. And, you know, so that you're not constantly validated only by your career or, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a, a quick fire way to uh, become crazy out here. Is if you're only seeking <laughs> yeah. validation from the casting job. offices or or booking jobs, because 
Sometimes it takes years between gigs to book stuff. It's yeah. just, just how it is. Oh my gosh. You hear stories about actors and it's like they were struggling for nine years, 13 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're just. Jess and I are just praying that that's not going to be us. You know what I mean? Everybody does, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it takes a while and it takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of belief. And, um, and I think it's just resilience. I definitely learned that I had to be resilient because yeah. I definitely went to a, a new low that I hadn't. So basically, you were on such a high from this this gig and then just having to come back to like kind of everyday life was such a hard transition yeah you know and I wasn't expected for the moment when I walked into my apartment and settled down and looked Mm -hmm. around and I was like oh I'm back I'm back back to and you know you're not really at square one but you are at square one yeah and like, I guess I'll fix mac and cheese for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm think, not getting that good set food anymore. I, yeah, I ate like just boxes of cereal yeah. for <laughs> days. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like things are on the up and up for you. Yes. You're like a volcano about to explode. Oh, yeah. I just ready for it. No, I like that yeah, one. It's a great analogy. I like yeah, volcanoes. Could be very sexual, but, you know, <laughs> you take it however you want to, guys, you know. <laughs> just about, you know, something about to just explode. So, Rachel, thank you so much for coming by the podcast. Where can people find you online, social media wise, uh, anything like that? Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is my favorite, mm-hmm. R underscore Rosenstein, or on Twitter, R underscore Rosenstein. Or on Facebook, Rachel Rosenstein. Awesome. And yeah. um, I'm going to do this. Uh, anybody that um, that uh, watches 90210 Shark Attack, <laughs> we will uh, email us the link if you can find it. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, uh, a cap um, that we can give you from one of our old sponsors oh, that yeah. we have not shipped out yet. <laughs> so... Thank you so much oh. for joining us. I hope that somebody finds it because I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to take a look at that movie. I'm sure my family would too. Hey, if they want a free hat, send us the link. <laughs> Rachel's family. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, awesome. thanks for having me. It's thanks been fun. Yeah.